Welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that can multitask. Pre-recorded from the Quinjet. <laughs> edited at Lazarus Bay Studios. Recording for posterity. Dude, you should you should edit it while driving. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pod and drive, folks, um, unless you're listening to a podcast. Because uh, Um That Just Happened is the podcast that makes your commute suck. Just real quick, uh, Rodney and I are driving to uh, our in-laws, one of our in-laws' cousins. Our cousin-in-law's house. And this van that's two blocks away from my house, there's a sticker on it with the Red Lantern Corps emblem. Nice. That's and my I'm favorite like, That's my favorite lantern. But I'm like, what the hell are the odds of that? Was it Atrocitus? Yeah. Yeah. But what are the odds that a Green Lantern and a Red Lantern live that close to one another? Well, how far is Oa from... Uh... Pretty far. From Yzmalt? Mm. Pretty far. It's kind of a lame name for the Red Lantern planet. Maybe not to them. I don't know. Gizmalt. It sounds, anyway. like, sounds like you just jizzed on something. Like you jizzed in your milkshake. It's a jizzmalt. <laughs> That's why they're so pissed off all the time. People are jizzing in their milkshakes. Oh. I think I'd be pissed off if anybody's jizzed in my <laughs> milkshake too. It's not like, you know, it's it's out of place. But uh, recording... Is this the first time we've recorded on a Friday night? No, I don't think so. But uh, recording for posterity on... Was it April 17th? 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 I have no idea. To be aired on April 26th. Six. Yep. Yeah, when uh, C2E2 is just wrapping up. So hopefully you guys went to C2E2. We'll, uh, we'll be recording our... Are we recording on Sunday that day? No, we're recording we are recording Sunday. Sunday that day. We're recording on Sunday that day? Yeah. <coughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, your time at C2E2. Hopefully you saw us in our Mark II t-shirts. Hopefully you saw some other people representing Mark II. A couple of people who would have been there, I uh, hope you saw them in uh, the Mark Couture line that was uh, developed for and by the... Denorio clan, the Edgar and Ruby uh, power couple of um, that just happened community, and also uh, my and wife. The, ri- the originators of the fan club, if you will. Yeah, and uh, my wife in the Black Tour um, that just happened T-shirt. You see my son and. Uh, Adam's kids and uh, my daughter also in the um, on the couture design. Yeah. So uh, very very excited for all that. Not official, Mark. We're still uh, going to be working on the Mark III, um, unreleased and unpublished. But um, yeah, hopefully you guys had a good time. We'll be recording as you're listening to this episode 52, our yeah. one year episode. So really looking forward to that. Mark's got a we got Mark coming back, Aubrey coming back, and a very special guest joining us. You'll hear about that coming up. Well, you can get to that in promotions. Recording posterity <laughs> and high quality audio with subtitles where available. We submit for your approval your weekly source of audio debauchery. Episode 51. 51. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And uh, welcome to episode 51. Again, next week's going to be our one year. It's been one year since we're doing the podcast, and we've happily done one every week. Yeah, I mean, uh, we doubled up one week. Well, we've released one every yes, week. Yes, we've released yeah. one every week. Yeah. Doing what we need to do to get you guys your weekly source of audio debauchery. It's not It's not easy work, everyone. I, I, I want people to understand that. It's not, it's not like we're just sitting around, we bullshit for a little bit, and then we go our separate, our separate ways. Planning the shit, getting people together, trying to make sure that we have quality entertainment for you guys editing Ugh. the editing for you especially I mean yeah. I'm not even gonna put myself in there but if anybody's willing to uh, do some uh, free editing at the FT or not the FTC or FTC or uh, Lazarus Space Studios I'm uh, hiring for somebody who works for nothing um, no, but it's a, it's a labor of love. It keeps us busy, you know, keeps us uh, focused, fills up our day. And we do it for your feedback. So, you know, leave us some comments. Hashtag UTJH. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Podomatic.com, SoundCloud.com, the Get Disease Network. Uh, also on Podbay.net. Podbay.net. Podbay.com, I think. And yeah, UTJH.net. Our website sponsored by the good folks at Bunch of Junk and uh, Brian. Hey, right. Ryan. So, uh, let's hit up some shout outs, shall we? Some mobile shout outs? <laughs> <laughs> 
what kind of shot? You're gonna shout out Maria? Yeah, of course. Uh, I got a shout out Maria, you know, supporting us. Look at this guy. He's got a fucking. <laughs> Alright, so the fact that we're recording this while we're driving, Ronnie and I have said this many a time, every time we go driving anywhere, we always end up running into some really random shit, and this guy has, on the outside of his car, a decal on his driver's side door, where it looks as if there's a giant bicep on there, like, you know, it's it's a whole half of a man's arm to make it look like that's, you know, the guy's arm as he's driving. It's pretty funny, actually. Anyway, back to my shout-outs. Thank you, Maria, for supporting us this whole time. I'm sure there are plenty of times where you're thinking, I wish not everyone would come over the house every week and shit, but, but then once people show up and you've never complained once about the podcast, and it's a big deal. Thank you to Sandra for letting Rodney do this with me. Even in the Quinjet, you're stealing my shout <laughs> Alright, I'm... Take that back. Stealing and driving, like GTA. <laughs> uh, shout out to my kids. It's all about making that GTA. Shout out to Big Rod, Zeke, Shannon, and Fish, and I guess Monica as well. I don't think she listens to the show yet, but shout out to all you guys uh, getting a promotion at work. It's a big deal. Very, very happy for you guys. Uh, yeah, keep listening. Spread the word. If you guys get moved to another building or anything like that, let people know where they can find the good quality entertainment around here. Yeah, did we miss Tony? Wasn't it Tony's birthday? It was Shannon's birthday. Just it was Shannon's birthday that just yeah. passed. We hit her up, though. Yeah, we should, uh, sure. we should have them on the show. Be definitely, cool. definitely. You know, maybe maybe their hours might work a little bit better for us now, so we'll see what's up. But yeah, excuse us while we, uh, we're we hitting some rough patches in the Quinjet so you can hear our... Uh, uh, our turbine's kicking in. Yeah, I had, uh, had to hit up the turbo. All right, uh, go ahead, Ryan. Birthday shout-outs. My friend Ryan's birthday's coming up. My friend Matt and uh, the good folks over at, uh, well, actually, not the good folks. It's just his birthday, but the uh, founder of uh, Jug Shots. So you see a bunch of girls, like, carrying little vials of alcohol at a club. That's um, that's my boy's Matt's business, Jug Shots. And uh, shout-out to uh, my friend Beatrice, who we're uh, going to be at Casbar for her birthday. The week that the podcast airs on Friday night, hopefully around 7 o'clock. Shout-out to David from uh, the Zombie Alpha team. Ah. Uh, yeah, uh, so I don't know if he's listening to does he listen to the podcast. I don't know, but shout-out to him anyway, man. Yeah. Hope everything's well. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. I've heard him in a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for shout-outs. All right, moving on to... Do we have podcast... Do, do you have readily available podcast news? I can get readily available podcast news. Well, fuck it, let's do it. Podcast news. Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast on that theme song <laughs> i can't I, I, let me tell you this too i cannot wait for the fucking acapella episode when is the acapella episode i have no idea when uh well okay so the next episode is going to be 52 and then the episode after that's going to be the new 52 but the episode after that the new 52 is going to start us off with the avengers themed episode right where we throw the format out the window and uh we're looking forward to working with the guys from something gate and also uh nick from you're gonna get a disease possibly luke isn't nick and das trunks as well yeah that's uh nick's and jonas and let's see so we're going to do the new 52 episode with uh, the Avengers-themed episode. We're going to have Jonah on hopefully pretty soon. And um, let's see, we had somebody... Oh, yeah, we have to have David Merkel, our original guest, back on. Yeah. To celebrate our one-year anniversary. Yeah, that'll be awesome. But um, podcast news, we're getting a ton of new listeners in new cities around the world. It's just crazy. Ah, pitch perfect. So maybe we'll do maybe we'll do the uh, acapella episode yeah, sometime after... It might fit perfectly into the little schedule that we have lined yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So listeners around the world, we'd like to welcome to the Omdat Just Happening community 
community. Internationally, United Kingdom still killing it. Ghana not far behind them. Glad to see you back on the boards, Ghana. But we also got new listeners in Morelia, Mexico. Oh, shit. Huddersfield, Sweden. Granby, Canada. We got a um, huge surge in the Canadian listeners lately. Ritterkirk, Netherlands. Netherlands, Dutch, I guess. Innsbruck, Austria. Day, mate. Waltrop. Austria or Australia? <laughs> Austria. <laughs> dumb and dumber reference. Um, in Waltrop, Germany. Welcome in. Welcome in. Locally, we've got uh, more listeners in Indy, Indianapolis, Muscatine, Indiana, Lumberport, West Virginia. That's a new state, West Virginia. Guthrie, Oklahoma, Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama, sir, and uh, Walston, Ohio. Hmm. So, we're welcome, like, welcome. We're welcome. all over the U.S. now. That's awesome. Crazy. It's crazy. All right. Uh, any more podcast news? That's all I got for podcast news. All right, moving on from podcast news to the um, I just saw portion of the show. Oh, you knew that without looking? I know. I'm, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that I know the format now better than I do when we're doing the actual fucking show. We're going to have to record the Quinjin more often. We're just going to park the van out in the driveway and just record in the van. It'd be nice and awkward. You have guests in the back. Actually, the audio would come out pretty probably pretty good in the van. Yeah, I'm kind of anxious to see how this turns out. So, um, I just saw, I finished daredevil um season one season one the netflix original series with marvel daredevil man hard pressed to find another comic book related tv show out right now that impresses me that much but you haven't seen the latest episode of arrow yet that's true that is very true but it have to be some over-the-top crazy shit for me to even care that much <laughs> like it it would have to be batman would have to show up to beat out the past two episodes that i just saw of daredevil so i try to work on my um that um i just saw segment a lot and i know you you're in favor of me getting into Daredevil before getting into Gotham. But I am leaning more towards Gotham because I have to catch up with my fat man on Batman. And in the real fans for real movies, or RF for the number four, rm.com, they do have a Batman series podcast, which I'm wondering if they're going to they're gonna start talking about Gotham. I need to get on this Gotham kick. Oh, no. So, the Gotham thing, I feel... I just feel like Batman's been done to death already. Like, I, I kind of like the fact that they had an Arrow show... And now a Flash show, and now they're doing something with the Atom. It's like, good. Finally, DC's exploring more of the superheroes or just vigilantes, whatever, that you don't ordinarily get to see. And that's the one thing I like about Marvel so much is that they're they're ballsy enough to branch out of that. But DC's just like, well, we got Arrow, but just to be safe because we still need to pull some money, and let's throw out another Batman show that's completely unnecessary considering the fact that Batman's not in it. So you get a batman list Batman show, and to me, it's sort of like, who's that really helping? Yeah, I guess that's true, but I mean, you know, it did wonders for Smallville. But you know what? I'll leave it to the listeners. But that was back in the day. See, that, that's different. You don't have the buzz for comics like you do now. I mean, you needed a Smallville show because DC didn't have anything going on at the time. So it's just, it's a different cir- difference of circumstance when it comes to that. Because it had been another thing if DC had other shit going on at the time of making Smallville, then it wouldn't have warranted having that show at all. I'd have felt the same way about the whole Superman thing. I don't know. I don't care for Jada Pinkett Smith's character in the show. The only one I really, really like right now is the guy that's playing Jim Gordon. Does a really, really good job. I think he's... I've liked that actor since Southland. I didn't really care for him in the OC that much, but... Is he better than Sirius Black? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a Jim Gordon in two different eras of his life. Sirius Black has uh, a lot more of the aged and experienced Jim Gordon. And this guy's got a lot of the, I'm not sure if my decisions are the right ones. Which is good. You feel the air of inexperience in him when he's doing shit. And to me, it does make for better entertainment that way. Because you're learning things as he is. So, but yeah. 
Who's your favorite Jim Gordon? Ooh. Believe it or not, I think Gary Oldman is. He felt more like a guy that was really, really trying. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty in the Quinjet, so I'll see if I can edit that noise, those noises out. Yeah, Gary Oldman is just, I don't know, he, uh, you know, you go from Sirius Black to Air Force One to Batman Begins, just kind of a chameleon character for me. Dracula. Yeah. Wasn't he in, uh, Leon, professional? professional? Yeah, idea. Leon. But, uh, yeah, incredible actor, I think, Gary, Gary Oldman. Oh, incredible. Absolutely. Mm. And he's so versatile that he had to relearn how to speak in a British accent. Has he, um... Because he lost it. Has he been in any comedies? I'm sure he has. I can't think of any. Yeah, I gotta look up his IMDb. I think we talked about him in one episode with, when Lepe was on. Way, 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 way back in our catalog. But anyways, I think I want to leave it up to the Um That Just Happened community to see uh, what you guys think I should get into. Should I get into Should I get into Daredevil or should I get into Gotham? I need, to, I need to brush up on my archers when I need to do it too. The good thing about Daredevil is it's all readily available. Boom, one whole shot. And then you're good. You don't have to worry about the current episodes that are going on and stuff like that. It's just, it could be one and done. And all right, now I have the rest of the summer to watch Gotham, mm. completely watch Gotham. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because are, are they in the mid? Are they mid season or are they? Uh, they still got a few episodes to go. That I had no idea. I only saw like the first. I want to say three episodes, and then I just my mind got preoccupied with other things, so I didn't even bother with it. So yeah, that's one thing I saw. I saw the lip sync battle with John Krasinski and Anna Kendrick. Which speaking of uh, making me watch stuff, uh, Adam just made me watch that. Worth it. Yeah, Thank really you. good episode. A spoiler alert, I didn't think that uh, John Krasinski, Zach, could have been topped. Although, I don't know about Anna Kendrick. I, I still think John Krasinski should have took it. But, you know, it is his show, and gracefully, he probably gave her the belt. I don't know, because Anna Kendrick, you don't get the whole that she's going to be able to be that over the top. John Krasinski, he, he did the lip sync battle on The Tonight Show, so you've already kind of seen him in that role. The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, or was it Late Night at that time? I don't know, one of the shows that Jimmy Fallon was on, he did the lip sync battle. And he was awesome then as well but i mean there's no emma stone though no emma stone to me is the best one emma stone is grand far. champion uh, and you know i actually memorized the lyrics to that blues traveler song it's my favorite blues traveler song book oh, okay that one and the paul rudd one to me are my favorites yeah paul rudd was pretty good i mean he did so well that jimmy didn't even do anything else they didn't do two songs a piece no i have to go back and watch that besides that i saw the batman versus superman trailer yeah, uh, that's going to be my fuck you this week. What? To the well, asshole that leaked it? No, no, we'll get to that. Well, it looks cool. It looks too dark for my tastes. Yeah, I don't know it, how they're going to fit all the other superheroes in it. No. It still looks cool, though. I mean, I'm, I am excited. It's it's no Marvel movie, but I am excited to see that. Um, I just saw the Star Wars trailer. Have you seen that? But you've never seen the Star Wars trailer? The newest one. Oh, no, I've never seen the newest one. Oh, we're, we're going to watch that in the breaks between uh, segments because that trailer is... Awesome. Literally got me pumped up to watch that movie. And I have quite a ways before it comes out. So definitely got me more than the uh, Batman vs. Superman one. But I mean, it's. There's a reason for that. Batman vs. Superman. It's not the newest concept in the world. I hate, I hate to bust people's bubble, but that whole Brave and the Bold kind of thing. And there was an entire Batman, Batman, Superman comic book series for a while. On uh, World's Finest. Yes. Done by Paul Dini with uh, Kevin Conroy, who is, I feel, my generation's Batman. Well, I, I was talking about just in comic books alone. Mm. 
it was the Ed McGinnis and Jeff Loeb. If you read the comic books, Jeff Loeb is the writer and Ed McGinnis is the artist. Yeah, very, Kevin, Kevin Conroy is hard to be top. And lastly, I saw the Ant-Man trailer. There's a new Ant-Man trailer? There's a new Ant-Man trailer. I am fucking behind on trailers. <laughs> the Ant-Man trailer, another one, got me so pumped. And I was really? trying to explain to a friend of mine, because he's like, man, fuck Ant-Man. Who cares about Ant-Man? And I'm saying, saying to him, like, people said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. In Marvel, we trust, okay? I, I felt mediocre about the first one, but you're saying the second trailer is going to be... The second trailer, if, if that doesn't hook you, don't bother with the movie. Because I really like... You're gonna be wrong if you don't think it's gonna be good but i really like the hawkeye ant-man team-ups and i don't know there's there's rumors flying around that you know an avenger's gonna die in the next movie and it's gonna be hawkeye because he's kind of useless but uh i would like to see hawkeye and ant-man get together like sexually or yeah that too <laughs> we put an arrow in your thorax here's the thing i'm a i'm a big guy i'm a big guy I'm a big fan of the Hank Pym Ant-Man, not so much the Scott Lang one, which the movie's based on. So, for me, it kind of sucks that it's not the Hank Pym Ant-Man, but... You like your Ant-Man drunk? Exactly. Well, he wasn't drunk, he was a woman beater. Iron Man was drunk. Oh, right. Which, do not quote me on that. Think that, you know, I'm... I endorse domestic battery whatsoever. Fuck that. Only if you're an ant. And only if you're Sean Connery are you allowed to say it, apparently. But check out all those trailers. It's 20 minutes of your time. I'm sure you, uh, at least one of them you're going to watch all the way over again as soon as you're done watching it. So, yeah, that's my... Um, I just saw a little long-winded this week, but a lot of good shit going on. Very, very excited. Yeah, that's cool. Army of Two today. We need to fill, uh, need to fill some show. Yeah. All right, so my um, I just saw for this week, i actually been holding on to this one because I, I've, there was a period in time where it's I just burned through editing the podcast and I just watched a whole bunch of shit in my DVR. Constantine. The TV show? No, no, no. The, uh, the Keanu Reeves. I intern. love that movie. I've never seen that movie. Thoughts? I liked it. I enjoyed it. it uh, the trailer seemed over the top and kind of cheesy, but I, I really liked the uh, the religious uh, religious connotation. I like we played uh, Lucifer at the end. The Russian guy. Yeah. That's how we doing, Russian space station? Which Constantine? To me, next to what dreams may come, best depiction of heaven and hell. Interesting. Oh, by the way, we fucked up the order anyway because we forgot the coming up segment. <laughs> Well, we don't we don't have the so I was just gonna record and post and then edit it in. All right, never mind. Let's grant all this. But anyway, my favorite depiction of heaven, hell, by far. Like the fact that hell looks the exact same as what's going on above, just the wasted away, almost rustic and dark version of the real world. Very cool. Oh yeah, you know what? The sulfur reference and the biblical accuracy. I felt that movie had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I was a little unnerved by the androgynous Gabriel. But yeah, I'm not that big on. Uh, what's your name? Is that who uh, Anne Heche is married to? No, 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 no. No, no. no I'm thinking of Portia de Rossi, right? That's Ellen Gendrus is, is married to Portia de Rossi. Was Anne he- is Anne Heche even a lesbian? I think that she's not anymore. I don't think it. I don't think it. it was, I don't think it was gonna take. Oh. Um. I didn't know you can do that. Yeah, must be nice. Although I'm sure you appreciated having two racial vices in, in one movie. I think I'm gonna go lesbian. I mean, really, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Scissoring. I guess. Two Rachel Weisses. That must have been fun. And did you did you happen to notice uh, it was the Keanu Reeves Rachel Weiss team up a la Chain Reaction? Never saw it. Yeah, I never really. I think I saw part of it and it kind of lost interest. But then then I was like, wait, wait a minute. Where have I seen Keanu Reeves and Rachel Weiss? Uh, I've never seen that movie, so I'm. It was it's kind of like that Dana Aykroyd Jamie Lee Curtis moment when mm. uh, you're like you're watching My Girl and you're like, wait, Train what the places. hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like Constantine? You said. Yeah, I did like Constantine. I'm glad. I'm glad. And then, uh, yeah, I guess it was uh, on that whole Keanu Reeves kick after the, um, what was that movie, Man of Tai Chi? Uh-huh. That I decided, okay, Constantine's on DVR, man, so watch it. You could have just asked me to borrow this shit. I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess. You know, I have Blu-rays and I have DVDs, but I've gotten so lazy that I don't even want to get up and look for it and put it in the thing anymore. I'm just like, let me look for it on TV. See, I'm, still, I'm still more prone to put on the DVD instead of my DVR. I'm the opposite. Well, that's because you got a decent shelf for storing your DVDs. I suppose. Back in the other Quinjet. Actually, I thought this was like the X-Wing or at least the, or the Bat-Wing, some kind of wing. The oh, wing. yeah, DC reference, right? Yeah, a little bit. What does Ra's al Ghul fly in? Flying Lazarus pit? I don't even know. <laughs> the Porto pit? Anyways. Oh, um, I just saw Constantine. Great movie. Shit, what else um, I just saw? Damn it, it's going to be hard to read. <laughs> don't pot and drive, people. Um, I just saw on BuzzFeed, Chinese people trying Panda Express for the first time. Ah. Which, um, what you'd think it'd be kind of interesting, but it was really kind of stupid. First of all, when it comes to Chinese food, I don't know anybody that has it down to a science because I really feel like even in Chinatown in Chicago, when you order something off of a Chinese menu, you're really getting an Americanized version of whatever it is that they have at the restaurant. Because you see, and me being Asian, even still, you know, I, it's easy to spot other Asians' ethnicities when you're Asian yourself. Like, I know when somebody's not Filipino, much as, you know, Adam, I'm sure you can tell the difference between a Puerto Rican and a Mexican. For those of our listeners who, you For know, the most part. But I can, I can usually spot where somebody is in terms of Asian descent just from how they look. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good about it. So, I mean, it's something that you need to be around the culture to really understand. But, yeah, I think even in the Chinese restaurants in Chinatown, they're still catering their Chinese menu to kind of an American culture. Because if you see the Chinese people eating there, they're eating something totally different that isn't pictured on the menu. Or maybe it's like some secret menu that if you're Chinese, you go to a Chinese restaurant. I'm like, okay, don't give me the American shit. Give me the real food. Yeah. Anyways. So nobody really has Chinese food down to a science, and these are supposedly Chinese-Americans who are having Panda Express for the first time, which I love Panda Express, by the way. I really like the orange chicken. I mean, who doesn't? The orange chicken with bacon. Oh. Change your life. And they took it off the menu. But the funny thing was, is they had young Chinese-Americans try the food, and they had old Chinese-Americans try the food. And the old-school, old Chinese people who were from China, they were eating it, and they were like, yeah, this is not bad. This is actually something that we would get in an authentic Chinese restaurant. It's edible. The old man, he really like the orange chicken but then you get the young chinese people who are trying panda express for the first time and they're all snobby about it oh this is garbage this is terrible how is this even edible and see that's the exact same thing that happened with the uh mexican mexican uh people trying taco bell for the first time there was this one mexican one who was like it's not bad it's not bad and you got the young chip on your shoulder yeah like probably has a tattoo of the aztec sun on their chest kind of thing like no this isn't this isn't even a real tortilla nobody's saying where on taco bell does it say authentic mexican Mexican food. Nowhere. They're not trying to have it taste like Mexican food. They're making fast food in a quote-unquote tortilla, all right? It's not them trying to fool people into thinking, yeah, if you go to Mexico, they totally have a breakfast burrito with a biscuit. None of that's there. So you got to look past it. McDonald's is not a representation of American food either. Or Irish food for that matter. Yeah. So don't make it seem like all these corporations butcher something when it that's not really 100% what they're going for. Although, in all fairness, when I do go to other places and try their pizza, it really is shit. For those of you outside Chicago who don't know what real pizza is. Hello. Yeah. There's a company that I used to work for, the Walnut Brewery, who had a line of pizza joints called Old Chicago Pizza. And, you know, they brought me out to Colorado to their home office. And Mind you, old Chicago pizzas are everywhere across the country except for Chicago, and there's a good reason. I was going to say, I've never heard of that. Yeah. So they, they sat me down in front of a Chicago quote-unquote style pizza, and they said, hey, try this. And it was basically cardboard with tomatoes on it. And I'm like, this is garbage. 
Did you tell him that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's Chicago style. I'm like, no, it's not. Not by any means is it Chicago style pizza. It's tomatoes on cardboard. You didn't tell the owners that shit, did you? Nah, that's probably why I don't work there anymore. <laughs> wow. Balls of steel, this guy. But yeah, anyway, that's uh, what I just saw for this week. Or at least if there was something else written down, I can't read it right now because... I'm flying the, uh, whatever we want to call this. Fuck it, we'll do it live! Alright, what's that? Oh, I just saw it. Now I'm all fucked up. Our corrections, but I actually haven't edited enough of the podcast, uh, the previous podcast to know what the corrections are. So, um, I'll just record it and post, but don't fault us for our mistakes. Because we all make mistakes in life when we all have regrets. Whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So if you're seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call a limb insurance at 312-945-6254 for a free quote today or visit their website at aliminsurance.com that's A-L-I-M for a limb because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg we're being stared at it by somebody did you see that? yeah <laughs> um that just happened um this lady keeps looking over at me for whatever reason and and she's fucking snapchatting while she's driving <laughs> not even that but her son's in the back seat like picking at his face like why don't you uh watch the fucking road you dumb broad fucking Pulaski anyway moving on to our it's not this on graves is it? After corrections? Oh, fuck you department. Ah, moving on to our fuck you department. Today's fuck you goes to people who Snapchat while driving. Today's fuck you goes to the people that didn't select me for my promotion. Like I said, I'm not upset over the fact that other people got the promotion. It's it's a... No, we don't talk about work on the podcast. We don't talk about work. But they got promoted. I didn't. It's unfortunate. I'm not. There's nobody I can really be upset about more so than myself i suppose if it comes back around again i'll try again but as it stands i didn't get promoted it kind of sucks it's a, it's a half-hearted fuck you because i mean like i said i can't really blame anybody else but me but yeah so fuck you to the powers that be that didn't put me on the, for that promotion any more fuck yous i think that's it you well we still got to get to our fuck you to that irs guy oh shit i wonder if i lost that number oh i gotta find it yeah <laughs> like the minions <laughs> But, uh, yeah, fuck you to that guy. And, uh, damn, I had a good fuck you. Fuck you to... Oh, yeah, yeah, YouTube. YouTube or YouTube? YouTube. <laughs> so I'm... So David posts the link to whatever website was carrying the uh, the leaked trailer of Batman vs. Superman. And for whatever reason, the link on the Facebook page as I woke up 2 o'clock in the middle of the night wasn't working for that page. So I decided just to go to YouTube and look up Batman v Superman leaked trailer. And of course I did the filter by today to kind of weed out all the fan-made trailers that are complete bullshit, but I'll say official. Fuck you to those people. There are at least 10 postings about reactions yeah. to the leaked trailer. I don't need to see what your fucking face looks like, okay? Start a podcast and talk about it. Yes, I'd like to hear your opinion, but I don't need to see you with your mouth open and your right, fucking... Put, put reaction as the first word. Yeah, because I'm looking... I need to see the trailer too, asshole. I want to see the leaked footage. I want to see Batman vs. Superman, not your dumbass in front of your YouTube camera and promoting your fucking website that I'm never going to go to because uh, people want to see your face. Fuck that. Put something different. Make the different hashtag so I'm not... It's not pulling up on my search. I can't stand that shit. Yeah, that shit bothers me too, but I, uh... Now DC, re like, fully released it because I guess they pulled, you know, the same thing that happened with, um, the Avengers. Oh, no shit. Yeah, but, I mean, Marvel still did that better. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they did the whole, you know, damn you Hydra or whatever they said, but... Fucking DC's always one step behind. Yeah. So, um, that just happened. <laughs> We just uh, see somebody walk past us in the jewel as we're running errands. And uh, I was like, hey, that girl looks just like Jen. To which you replied. Yeah, which Jen? Jen Ortiz is like, no, the other Jen. I'm like, Jenny, our, our sister? No, the other Jen. I'm like, you got to be more specific, Rodney. We know a little too many Jens. Yeah, it's not an uncommon name. So any more fuck yous? 
Oh, I got a couple fuck yous just from this jewel right now. <laughs> Slim pickings for fruit. Up. You got something you're walking by. Fuck you to this jewel for, once again, on Pulaski. Horrible, horrible produce department, man. Uh, maybe it's just Jewel in general. We, I, I wanted to go to Mariano's, but it was late now, so we weren't gonna get be able to make it in time. They need to have a 24-hour Mariano's. That'd be awesome. At least close to me. But fuck you to Jewel again, man. You guys suck. Not only that, but the Jewel Associates that Rodney and I are headed into one of the lanes, and two Jewel Associates like hustle in front of us just to get into line first. Like fuck you. We're the customers! You work in that shit! Yes! <laughs> Steal the shit that you're planning on paying for. Like a real grocery store employee. Exactly! Be a man! Shout out to you, Tara. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fuck you, Jewel. Alright, moving on. Let's jump into, um, top topics. Alright, well, we got comic cliff notes. Oh, you got comic cliff notes? Yeah. Alright. Alright, today we're gonna be discussing none other than Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> because it's easy for me and I don't we're, we're riding around I don't want to end up having to look some shit up so today we're actually going to be concentrating on the origin of Hal Jordan oh uh -huh. yeah Hal Jordan now try not to think of the Green Lantern movie when I'm talking about this stuff because I know it's disappointing to a lot of people even though to me it's not that bad if you were to replace the look this guy's got a predator helmet nice um, um that just I happened <laughs> Is okay, th wait. This is proof right here as to why we're recording in a car. Because every time Ronnie and I go anywhere in a car, we always see some real outlandish shit that we're just like, man, I really wish that we would have recorded some of this shit because... Well, truth be told, we're driving down Pulaski on 1015 on a Friday night. Somebody's getting pulled over by the Popo. <laughs> Actually, nobody's getting pulled nobody's over Nobody's getting pulled over. He just they had just to make wanted... that light. And so did this guy. What the fuck? Boom. Hit him. Hit him. Awesome. You think they're playing bumper tag? Awesome. Anyways, before you get into that, now, I'd really like to hear the opinion of the other podcasts from the Get Disease Network. And, you know, the other podcasts that, you know, we listen to, you know, the RF4RM.com or Taking the Bullet also. Has anybody else noticed that Ryan Reynolds has stolen Chevy Chase's act? I don't see that. You've, said, you've mentioned that to me before, and I... I honestly don't really see it. Well, especially you're going to get a disease because they're huge Caddyshack fans and, you know, they're familiar with a lot of Chevy Chase work. But yeah, it kind of seems like, especially in Van Wilder, particularly in Van Wilder. Where are you going? I'm pulling over for the guy who's trying to catch up to the guys playing bumper tank. Oh, that's over with. Yeah. Oh, wait, another red light. He's got to make it. I lost. See, I feel that way about Matthew Perry. I hit up West Lawn Market. Yeah, yeah, probably close. I feel that way about Matthew Perry that he copies a lot of the mannerisms of uh, a young Michael J. Fox. Like, if you watch some episodes of Friends, like, the way, like, you know, he kind of, like, when he when he's wearing a tie, the way he pulls it off, you know, it's, it's very much Back to the Future-esque Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf Michael J. Fox. Like, it's, they have the same mannerisms and the way that they say things is very, very similar. And I'm not going to say that he copies all of it, but, I mean, there's just an overlay in their method of acting, I suppose. I don't know, man. That whole theory is shaky at best. I like Ryan Reynolds. And, and besides Chevy Chase, he's actually been no. in serious movies. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's a better actor. See, people confuse old school with better. Just because somebody used to act back in the day doesn't necessarily make him a better actor or actress. Sometimes they're just old. So when it comes to Ryan Reynolds, I mean, he did the Amityville movie, which I didn't think was that bad. He's done Definitely Maybe, which I, I really did enjoy. To me, he, he's done more. He's had more serious roles than Chevy Chase ever has. Chevy Chase, to me, is... If it weren't for National Lampoon, what else would Chevy Chase really be known for? Caddyshack. Eh. Three Amigos. I didn't think Caddyshack was that good. Three Amigos is amazing. But he, it's very much, you know, that, that 1970s era comedy, but mm. nothing else. Like, he wasn't around that much in the 80s. 
He did Three Amigos was nineties, wasn't it? No. Was that eighties? Yeah. Alright, so Three Amigos was eighties. Caddyshack was seventies. He did a couple National Lampoons in the seventies. A National Lampoon in the nineties. Fell off the face of the earth for a while and is now on community, which he he's also very good in that. And he, Didn't he get kicked off that show? I don't know. But I mean he was good in the show. No two ways around it. And I'm not saying Chevy Chase is a bad actor. I'm just saying it's hard to compare the two. You know, they've gone different routes with I, I just really strongly feel like Ryan Reynolds in Van Wilder was channeling Chevy Chase. I mean, it was a National Lampoon movie as well. Oh, I guess so. Maybe it was a... Maybe it was a choice by the directors, you know? Like, we need a new Chevy Chase-esque kind of guy. Yeah, I guess so. Turning on Pete, Peter Francis Geraci, right? Yeah. Speaking of actor, and then shout out to the Vagina Dialogues episode two. Uh, I haven't heard that one yet. Okay. But no spoilers. But what do you think the most non-Captain America role as Chris Evans played. Like the furthest, the polar opposite of Captain America. Think about Chris Evans' IMDB. What would be the furthest from Captain America you think he would play? Not another teen movie. I suppose so. I would have said Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim very much, you know, playing the, the asshole actor kind of thing. Dark hair too. Dark totally hair. different look. Sarcastic. Almost a la Human Torch. But even then, like, he played a tough guy. At the end of the day, I mean, Captain America's a tough guy. He doesn't act like a tough guy, but he's a tough guy. There's a fight scene, all that stuff. Not another teen movie. Just you know, because you're a tough guy doesn't mean you're a tough guy. <laughs> Not another teen movie was a complete just bullshit joke of a movie. You know, he played the Freddie Prince Jr. character, or the parody of Freddie Prince Jr., so to me, like that's that's the furthest. Like it's a complete joke of a movie. Nothing's to be taken seriously, and just, I mean it's funny to see him act over the top silly. You know, I felt like the um, the guy who played opposite him in that the blonde haired version of that role was channeling. Do you know where you are right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I feel like he was channeling that dude from uh, Princess Bride. Carrie Elwes. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is very much. He looks a lot like him. Talking about, you know, people that emulate old old school actors. Yeah. I mean, he was also in the movie The Thing, the newer one with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Ah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, call back to one of the earliest episodes that we have of Underrated Hot Tricks. Yeah. Oh, okay, we digress. Getting back to the comic book cliff yeah, notes. Yeah, all the way back to comic book cliff notes. So, I'm going to try and make this quick because we're about to pull up to the house. I don't want another break. So, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, found his power ring after... Amin Sur. Amin Sur crashed, landed on Earth, fleeing from the Parallax Entity. Well, what was at the time trying to warn people of the Parallax Entity. And the ring chose Hal Jordan to be the replacement. He was chosen because he had the ability to overcome great fear. And... Speaking of the whole Daredevil thing, Hal Jordan is another man without fear, which was explained in one of the uh, comic books because Hal Jordan's father died in a plane crash. He was a test pilot just like he was or is. And it came down to when your worst fear happens in front of you, what is there left to be afraid of? Which I always thought was a great line. Hal Jordan, very brash, pilot, cool dude, not, not scared of anything, fast cars, fast life kind of thing. Awesome character. One of my favorites. Ended up joining the Green Lantern Corps, which... The Green Lantern, you're able to construct anything that you can put your willpower into. So if you imagine a gun, it's not enough to just imagine a gun to shoot somebody. You have to actually think about the mechanics behind it. So it's a very, very hard weapon to wield that a lot of people don't understand. My One of my favorite superheroes, my favorite DC superhero, the Hulk's my favorite Marvel superhero, but being my favorite DC superhero, part of an intergalactic police force, 
Very, very cool dude. You ever get a chance, read the comic books, especially Blackest Night and Green Lantern Rebirth, Emerald Dawn, Emerald Twilight, all that series. Mwah! Assholes exploding. It's amazing. This has been the Combo Cliff Notes, the abridged Green Lantern version. You've just been schooled. Boo. Since it's a short version. <laughs> Alright, today we're going to be pissing on the grave of Wendell Middlebrooks. Born January 8th, 1979, died March 9th, 2015, at the age of 36. 36? He's been an actor in 25 different things. I mean, it's not a lot. Quite a few TV shows. 25 more things than I've been in. Pretty much. He was a son called Chocolate News. That's racist. Parks and Rec. My name is Earl, Veronica Mars. The Bernie Mac Show with another deceased celebrity, obviously, Bernie Mac. Mm. But most notably, the Miller High Life guy. I know you guys probably recognize him. Bigger African-American guy. I thought he was a lot old. Doesn't he look a lot older than 36? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's five years old. I mean, he looked like he had to be pushing at least almost 50. I guess he just didn't age well. Well, he's not going to be aging any much better now, I guess. But, yeah, sucks that you're dead. But at the end of the day, I hope you're living the high life. (laughs) Just smacking beers out of people in heaven and shit. So, yeah. This has been Pissing on Graves, the Wendell Middlebrook edition. you just been pissed on. Booyah. Alright, um... This is the most sober our podcast has ever been. Well, we were driving around, I kind of yeah. hope. <laughs> Shout out to Something Gate. Um That Just Happened also has a drinking game, but not a drinking game for the listeners because we don't endorse our podcast. Well, actually, you know, I, I, I feel kind of awkward if people are listening to our podcast at home. Like, I feel like we're a commuter's podcast. You know, I post it on Sunday night, usually Monday morning, for people to listen to the next day on the way to work. Hopefully it makes your day eh, a little less crappy. But, um, and we've been told that, and that's kind of makes doing the podcast all worth it. But, um, yeah, we kind of have a drinking game in-house to where when you're not talking on the podcast, you're drinking. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much it. I've I've calmed down a lot. Of drinking. I don't know if you noticed. I, even on the show, like, I don't... I yeah, don't you had that long much. string where you was sick, and then you just never really... Yeah, I think part of it was just, I didn't feel well, and... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just... Maybe it's like a psychosomatic kind of thing where, you know, me being sick, and I was... I still had a couple beers that night. It didn't help, obviously, in the way I felt, so then probably just fucked with my brain a little bit, like, oh, you know, you're sick, you're drinking kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's jump into top topics for the day. So today we're going to be doing songs that make you want to fight. Yeah, songs that really get you riled up. I'll go first. Onyx Slam has always gotten me like, that's a good workout song. See, now I want to sing the song, but I know you want to put the drops in. Yeah. Fuck. It's not really a song that you can, it's not really like an available karaoke Although, let me tell you what, Fredo Star can eat one. Hate that fucking guy. Who's Fredo Star? One of the guys from Onyx. Oh, okay. He played uh, Moesha's boyfriend on Moesha. And it was just one of those things like, you're on you're Moesha, you don't need to act like a hard ass. He was always acting like, like he was the tough guy of the show. The tough guy boyfriend. I was like, chill the fuck out. You're on Moesha, right? Your street cred just dropped like 88 <laughs> points. I gotta go with N.E.R.D. Rockstar. Okay. One of my favorite songs. It's actually in the commercial for uh, Paul Blart 2. There's been a lot of movies, that song. A lot of movies. I'll throw out um, Nine Inch Nails, March of the Pigs. Okay. Let the bodies hit the floor. Who did that one? Is that Dragon something pool? Drowning pool? I don't know. I mean, that's synonymous with fight songs right there. Yeah. How about uh, Will Smith, Shake the Room? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that kind of goes hand in hand with Onyx. Like, if you're trying to match BPMs, that's probably a pretty good... Uh... I'm going to knock you out, Oh, Cool J. Oh, yeah. I was hanging on to that one, yeah. That's a good one. The one from The Departed? 
Yeah. Gets, that gets you going pretty fast. And Chelsea's Dagger, too. But that kind of makes me want to drink and fight. Anything by system of a down. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, you can chop suey at points, you know, like just really get to go. Is this number down? Did they sing Toxicity or is that? Yeah. 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 Um, Alien Ant Farms, Smooth Criminal. It still makes you want to fight somebody. Makes you want to fight a child abductor for whatever reason. Nah, not so much. Gets me. Mm. The theme song to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it makes me want to get into an actual fight or if it just makes me want to pick up, you know, some controllers and whip some ass. Oh, by the way. Just any BGM from Street Fighter 2. Yeah, we, we got to play some Street Fighter 4 in a minute. I'm kind of a Street Fighter snob, and it's two oh, or nothing. Boy. Well, I mean, you could sell it the control set if it plays the exact, exact same. Who, who did you use in Street Fighter 2? Ryu. Ryu hasn't changed <laughs> pretty much at all in the past... 20 years. Yeah, but it's a timing thing in the frames. Have you ever played the very first Street Fighter? No. Where Ryu kind of had like reddish hair? Yeah, no. I did. Fighting Street on Turbo Graphics, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I played it in the arcade. No. The very, very first Street Fighter, and it was horrible. It's... With me, it's really two or nothing. Like, even the Championship Edition, like... I love that one. Kind of threw the timing off, and the then turbo. the Turbo Edition, and then the whatever hell edition was. See, because after, after Street Fighter 2, the Street Fighter Championship Edition, Street Fighter... And then Street Fighter Alpha came out. The Street Fighter Alpha Tournament Edition. Street Fighter Alpha 3. But there wasn't, like, a real Street Fighter 3 for a long fucking time. I mean, Street Fighter Alpha was fun, but it just... You know, it's kind of like Marvel... Marvel versus Capcom, or Marvel Superheroes. It's a lot of fun. It's just, uh... I don't know, it's a lot of chaos going on, and it's just... I love Marvel vs. Capcom 3, though. I love yeah. that game. Anyway, back to our original statement. The theme song to the other couple. <laughs> <laughs> that really doesn't do it, but might as well throw that out there anyway. There's, a, there's another NERD song called called uh, Thrasher. I don't think I've heard it. A lot of people haven't. That was off of their second album, Fly or Die. Great song. Said Rockstar. There's another one. That Thing You Do by The Wonders? No, not really, but... <laughs> I just like thinking about that song. Lap Dance is another NERD fighting song. You know, it's about actually getting a lap dance. But yeah, a lot of really good what, fighting songs. What was that song? Um, the song from Rocky? Dun, 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 dun. Or even yeah. I Have a Tiger. What was that song, uh, Smack My Bitch Up? Was that Prodigy? Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a pretty good one. That song will make you want to beat some wives. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't listen to a lot of death metal or or uh, like even just like metallica and shit like like heavy metal i don't listen to a lot of that so i'm sure we're missing well, a lot of that kind of genre you know slayer raining blood probably i don't know jeremy spoken <laughs> <laughs> anything by hootie and the blowfish makes me want to <laughs> so funny. for a totally different reason <laughs> the fuck is this Justin Bieber makes him want to fight somebody. Yeah, yeah I think that's it. I think we've run out of legitimate... No, I mean, believe it or not, some uh, some Jay-Z songs, you know, tend to get me riled up and stuff. Like, Otis. Otis gets me pumped. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a fight, but it gets, like, you know, it gets you moving a little bit. I don't like a lot of the, the newer type of quote-unquote rap that it's it's 90% bass there's no there's no melody anymore it's not like the the late 90s early 2000s where you had Timbaland and the Neptunes doing a lot of light-hearted listen to the six different instruments that they have going on now it's bass and a little something extra but you don't even hear that really like lighter bass yeah <laughs> really pisses me off that's it yeah I'll take a quick chunk of time I'll tell you that Alright, moving on to open forum. Here's something that I was passing this around at work a little bit and it was it was a question I wanted to ask you. Because at work I usually postulate a question once a day. I have to try to come up with a question once a day. And every day somebody comes up, what's the question of the day? And I just gotta have it on standby or something like that. Yeah. So it was like, you know, doing a rehearsal or for her, uh, a rehearsal podcast for the weekend, but it helps 
helps with uh, the show. If you had an infinite amount of money, money's not an option, you have the, the house, the car, whatever that you want, but the only stipulation for you keeping said money is you had to work. You had to do something, but you, you're getting paid minimum wage or even less, because obviously money's not the problem. It has to be basic hours. What would you do? So essentially, what would what job do you wish you could do that you would want to go into work every single day and do it? So this is very a la um, Vagina Dialogues episode one, where she had like the interview questions. Or, yeah. Yeah. So if money were no object, what what would your job be? Yeah. I think I would go with musician because I, I could I could literally listen and play music all day long. See, but it'd have to be a job. Not like this one guy said baseball player, and I'm like, that doesn't count. Like, it's got to be like, oh, you know, I got to drive to work today kind of job. Well, I mean, like, it doesn't have to be like an office or anything like that, but like a music critic. It's like, like a, that. you know, a producer. Yeah. Producer good. would have that job. I mean, I would do this podcast. See, if that, that'd be awesome. I said I'd work in a comic book store. Not own a comic book store, because I wouldn't want responsibility behind it, balancing the books, all that shit. I don't want any of that. Let me work in the store. Oh, are you saying throw responsibility out the window? Yeah. Because, I mean, I'd be like a bag boy at a grocery store or something and get carts. And... See, d- working in a comic book store because I- I'd want to go into work every day. You know, I get to sit my eyes down, read some comic books, discuss comic books. Yeah, I'd help stock every once in a while. Probably throw a few thou to the, to the store every, every now and again just to, you know, help out. But just work in a comic book store. Not worry about shit else but that. Yeah, I, could, I mean, if I, if I had the money, there's a number of different things that... You know, I could go back to CarMax selling cars because you know I met some I met some real assholes as a used car salesman. You know, working at CarMax, who you know a lot of people when they're buying a used car, you know they've been mistreated at different dealerships and they walk in with a chip on their shoulder and they're just kind of a dick. But you know, I've met some legitimate people who are like, you know, this is what I can afford, and I'm really just getting transportation to work. And you know, if I had millions of dollars, you know, some of these people that I met, I would have been like, hey, let me buy it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me put more of a down payment for you because I know your credit's not great, and yeah, you know, you're just. You seem like an honest person, and, you know, you need transportation to work. I mean, if we could throw responsibility out the window, I would just take the most remedial job and just, you know, throw everything out the window, like fry cook at McDonald's, a la American Beauty. But what I'm saying is, would you, would you go into work every day with a smile on your face? Not because you have all the money in the world, but is it a job that you want to do? Well, then it would definitely be, like, in the music industry, with something involving producing or listening to, like, a lot of music, or playing music. Okay. Working at Guitar Center or something. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know, selling vinyl and stuff like that would be really cool you know just, just sit around bullshit about music all day that'd be fucking awesome there was one summer when i was helping my cousin out we worked in a video store all summer and that was a great job that sounds see that's another one that i was gonna say like you know even working at like best buy some shit like that just just getting paid nothing to do what i what i do anyway as a hobby and get paid to do it obviously obviously working in a comic store i would never make millions that's where this comes in like I, all right i don't need the million but i could still work in a comic book store you know i'd have access to whatever books that i wanted and stuff like that It'd make combo cliff notes that much more interesting on a weekly basis i just feel like when i'm when i'm listening to music or even more so when i'm playing music like just everything goes away and you're you're not thinking about anything but the song or the piece that you're trying to play i played a couple different instruments could be guitar could be piano could be harmonica like just you know you can't bring and can't bring anything else into your mind and it just kind of makes the time fly by which is unfortunate because i'm trying to get better at a lot of that other stuff and like you, you're literally your only enemy as a musician is really time because you know time just passes by so anything in that kind of industry and rodney fact that not a lot of people know doesn't matter what it is or what kind of instruments it's playing i seem to gravitate towards live music wherever wherever we are if i hear live music you know on the street 
you hear like a guy playing the drums or the trumpet or even the bucket kids over in Wrigley by Wrigley Field. Although fuck you to the bucket kids that pay three seconds of the bucket and then try walking around for money. Motherfucker, you didn't impress me. <laughs> yeah. At least get a beat or something. Yeah. Something fucking. Anyways, yeah, I, I have a tendency to just and Sanders called me out on it. I just kind of I'll be talking about something and it's literally like uh, the dog in Up, where it's like but live music. What? Where? Squirrel. Time is on my side. Oh, crap. Yes, it is. What? It's going to be stuck in my head all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make you want to watch Fallen again. This isn't the hum job episode. <laughs> Not Fallen. Yeah, it's Fallen, right? Yeah. yeah. God, I love that movie. Yeah, great movie. Arguably, I like it better than Training Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know we don't talk about religion on this podcast, but a lot of those religion-based movies, The Exorcist, Fallen, Constantine... Stuff like that really gets my attention for whatever reason. Like the whole, I've always been fascinated in, and this is, again, this is going to be religion based, but hear me out. Why has there not been a movie based on the war in heaven that occurred before mankind? Like a feature length film talking about the fall of Lucifer to become the devil and just the war of the angels and, you know, the choir of angels in heaven and shit like that. I think that would be visually just a ridiculously awesome movie. Yeah, I, I think that was probably on the verge of uh, happening until Spawn ruined CGI for everybody and then they just decided to Yeah, but Spawn was, what, 96? What year did Spawn? What about the reaping? Did you enjoy the reaping? I did. For the most part, story-wise, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Execution-wise, eh. Did he use somebody hotter than Hillary Swank? It'd be nice. I agree. It's like, um... The Last Exorcism. Did you see that movie? Which Last Exorcism? The first Last Exorcism. <laughs> um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie. It's about a guy who plays a preacher and an exorcist, and he's making a documentary saying about how it's actually a fraud. He's like, it's paid the bills for so many years, me being this pastor for this community, and it really sucks that I, you know, I just, I want to have a clean slate in my own mind, so... You're going to come with me on this exorcism and you're going to film it. I'm going to show you the ins and outs of how I do things. And it ends up being that, you know, somebody's actually really possessed and all this shit. And what ends up happening is the girl that's more more possessed, they end up trying to sacrifice her at the end of the movie. And, like, she gives birth to this demon baby. And it's it ends up being a crazy twist to the end of this movie. And it's, it's so underrated to me because here's the problem. The Exorcist was such a good movie that it's ruined all exorcism movies. I mean, the closest that's gotten to actual critical acclaim has been the exorcism of Emily Rose. I was going to say Repossessed. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. And Linda Blair was in that again. Yeah, true. But when it comes to an exorcism movie, people just, they, they tune it out because like, oh, it's trying to be the exorcist. Which sucks because it's just, a lot of those have really good concepts. The execution might not be 100%, but the thought process is there. It just sucks that people can't. I mean, try going to to a studio and say, I got an idea about a movie about exorcism. Real quick, you know that that business executive is going to be like, well, fuck you, they already made The Exorcist. There's no way it's going to make as much of a splash as that movie did. But going back to this War in Heaven thing, that I, I think somebody out there needs to make that movie. Hmm. The, the, if the right person does it... Guillermo del Toro? That would be amazing. That would really be um, my only choice. See, but the the problem is you can't show off the, de- the devil as being the devil right off the bat. You gotta show him as Lucifer being like, no, you're gonna make these fucking people and they're, you're gonna give them free will and they're gonna squander it kind of thing. You know, immediate correction for this episode, we never decided who would, uh, who would we 
cast as Green Lantern, if we could mm-hmm. recast Green Lantern. You think Ryan Reynolds was an appropriate choice for Hal Jordan? I think Ryan Reynolds would have been a better Flash, right off the bat. I like him as Deadpool. I think he's going to be good as Deadpool, but even like if they would have had him as the Flash, I think it would have been very, very good. I Chris, think I would Chris pick... Pine's going to be the next Green Lantern, I think they said. I think that's pretty good casting. Nah, I think I would pick Aaron Eckhart, even though he's a little older. For Green Lantern, really? Yeah. See, I don't see that. You, see, um, so you think of somebody like Brave, No Fear. See, for me, it's who carries that air of just being cool and collected. Like, just everything in the world could brush off of him. And it's hard to think of a celebrity that really fits into that right now Kurt Russell the, the guy that plays a young Howard Stark if he was a little bit taller he really has that air of confidence about him that I think could have pulled it off yeah maybe I don't know I think it's somebody just a little more bold or brave but yeah so I really hope that one day somebody makes that movie about the war of the angels in heaven oh I was gonna say Green Lantern <laughs> I don't know I've, a lot of people don't know that I write a lot and I rarely get stuff finished because just like you, you know, I get distracted very, very easily. But at the end of the day, it's, I'll get like these flash of ideas going through. And, uh, I've always wanted to write a story about another war in heaven, like right towards the end of the world. Right? You, ever, you ever think about keeping a notepad next to your bed? Yeah. Every, everyone tells me that. Yeah. I do some, or I, I was doing it for a while and then I wasn't using it for so long. And as soon as I put the notepad somewhere else, that's when the ideas started popping up again. But I was thinking about having a movie about right when judgment day comes. Another war in heaven where, you know, another angel is talking to other angels or whatever. He's like, man, you know, I know the man upstairs. He's going to accept all these people and maybe maybe Lucifer was right. I already got a title for that. It's called The Last Soul. Ah, I think that'd be a really, really cool movie to write. Yeah. And you could do it in the perspective of a guy that just died. Like, he got to heaven. Like, he died for whatever reason. He's in heaven and they're getting ready for Judgment Day. Like, the... You could open up revelations and, you know, start getting off of that. But see, I'd pull from all different religions. So, because every religion has a type of judgment day. So you could just do it that way so it's not based solely on Christian Christian dogma and stuff like that. Yeah, this is all this conversation is really just making me want to watch Terminator 2. <laughs> really, it's making me want to watch dogma. Where the fuck is Spawn now? I need to find out what year that movie came out. And I know I have it because my life is sad. Alright, moving on to promotional segments. Real quick, I want to promote the Radio Rebels page on the Facebook. Look them up, it's Radio Rebels. It'll be a a picture of, it looks like a cassette. This is for people that, this is another podcast that's going to be coming out. It's not on the You're Going to Get a Disease Network, but as Rodney mentioned before, we do not practice podnogamy on our show. So, local guys want to support them. Very, very talented guys, uh, looks like. I I know one of them. I've met him a couple times. Real nice guy. Matthew Montalvo. He's a Chicago artist. He's an actor, singer, does some sketch comedy. You might have seen him on youtube does shit chicago and save the original one oh, triple threat huh yeah yeah very 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 cool guy he was at miguel weapon miguel lepid hey, he was at miguel <laughs> lepid's wedding the voice that makes babies he was at his wedding he also worked with mark anthony for a while so he gets around <laughs> so of course we want to promote local artists so make sure you check out Radio Rebels. Also check out Traficante, the movie, as we talked about before. More info on that to be coming up soon. Make sure to check out all those trailers that we mentioned. You know, we want to at least boost up the people that are doing good in the movie industry. Granted, DC still isn't at 
100% right now, but I mean, Batman vs. Superman is still going to be a hell of a movie. I'm sure it's still going to be fun to watch. It's not going to be any Marvel movies. I, I hope it doesn't beat out Age of Ultron, personally, but it probably will. I mean, it's got the two heavy hitters of DC in it. Really? You think it's going to beat out Avengers 2? Yeah, I think, uh, excuse me, along along the lines of the Gotham thing, I think people get blinded very easily by, it's got Batman in it. So, Guilty. Yeah, I mean, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin still made a shit ton of money, even though they were fucking horrible movies. Mm. Hello, Batman Forever, the last time I thought Nicole Kidman was hot. Never happened for me. Obviously, you want to promote all the other podcasts for the You're Gonna Get a Disease Network, Dodge Drunks, You're Gonna Get a Disease, Us, of course, uh, The Vagina Dialogues, and Something Gate. Something Gate. I always forget Something Gate. Sorry, guys. I don't remember uh, your name either. I bet. Uh, make sure you. You really got to get on that show. It's a good show. I know. I've been a little busy. I want to promote our quest for better entertainment. Fuck all things Kardashian West-ish. Just all those idiots. Just leave them alone. Kylie Jenner. The Jenner clan too. Add, just add them right into the fold. Don't touch any of those people. They're, they're fucking idiots. The Buy American on 9-11. Gotta promote that. Make sure to stop the terrorism anyway. Aaron Hernandez got found guilty. So that was something else I want to talk about. And the Boston Marathon bomber got found guilty. Don't really have anything to do with promotions, but... I meant to bring that up earlier. Want to promote New England? The yeah. whole area in general? Boston? Yeah, I mean, it's... Have it, Baz. On 9-11, buy some American shit from Boston and just get it all over with. Get some, some Boston Adams. lager. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Get a couple more Boston strong shirts. I'm really excited to go there one day. Sam Chowder. Hopefully, we're going to be going to Boston this summer, so we'll check some of that out. I'll, I'll uh, put my money where my mouth is on this kind of thing. Fuck Fox is Fantastic Four. Obviously, that's coming up ahead, so make sure you guys boycott that fucking movie with your dollars. Do not give it to them. How do you have all this memorized? You usually don't remember the format. I don't know. No. I mean, the the fuck Fox Fantastic Four has been going on for such a long time. that That's one thing that goes through my mind almost every fucking day anyway. So, yeah, I can't wait till that movie goes away. So Yeah, we're going to end up having to start a new mo- movement after that. But um, anything else that I missed? Nope. I'd say that's, uh, that's about it for our user promotions. I want to promote Taking the Bullet uh, by my friend from grade school and uh, his buddy Leroy from uh, the Real Fans for Real Movies.com website. Leroy! They, um, they watch movies that uh, are probably going to be bad, so we don't have to. So they have episode one now. Uh, available on iTunes, where um, they take a look at Fifty Shades of Grey. So, guys... You are braver men than me. Guys, for those of you whose wives or significant others are bugging you to go see that movie with them, make them listen to this podcast, uh, Taking the Bullet by Roman and Leroy, available on iTunes. And if they listen to the podcast, then give the okay to watch the movie. Because then, um, I don't think it gives any spoilers away, but it's a pretty interesting insight on Christian Grey. Good to know. And the whole... uh, you know, mythology of that. <laughs> mythology. Well, I mean, it's mythology, right? It's not not based on real people. I know, but I guess you just <coughs> call it fiction. Mythology makes it sound like, you know, Adonis is going to show up and stuff like that. Like like he's going to be Hephaestus with wings on his feet. I don't know. Right. Does he have any superpowers <laughs> or something? Then I'd read the shit. <laughs> um, Get superpowers. And lastly, of course, I want to promote us. You know, we, we've been doing this for a year coming up, so it feels good to keep you guys in the loop in the world of pop culture and our lives themselves. Be on the lookout for the new 52. Yep. After so you, episode 52. You guys by now should know where to find us. UTJH.net, first and foremost, hosted by a bunch of junk.net. Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podomatic, Pod Bay. Twitter at Lantern84 still Rodney RAS12979 see ya mini fuck you to RAS129 who's not posting anything because that's the Twitter handle that I want find us on the disease network also and a 360 fuck you all the way back to that just happened yeah for those two broads for a year ago stealing our fucking name yeah find Red Novella now on Spotify 
Ah, very nice. Yeah. Um, they're coming out with some new music soon, so follow them on Facebook. I don't know if they have a Twitter page. I can ask Michael about that. I'm actually going to see him tomorrow. Oh, that's the show you're going to? No, it's actually Michael's son's Josh is a show. Uh, he's uh, playing Aladdin in the play Aladdin. That's a weird coincidence, considering the fact that we just brought up Aladdin in the store. Oh, yeah. That's true. And I'm going to promote my uh, friend's bar, I Haven't Done It In A While, Kaz Bar. Uh, Cassandra and I are going to be there on May 1st for our friend Beatrice's birthday. Uh, hopefully around 7 o'clock. We're going to make it an early night, but they'll probably close out Kaz Bar till like 1, 2 in the morning, most likely. But great bar to hang out, meet some friends. Huge Hawks bar. Uh, go Hawks, who are in the playoffs. They just beat the uh, the Preds mm-hmm. uh, in double overtime. And fuck Nashville, by the way. You see what they're trying to do against the Blackhawks fans? No. That apparently they were turning away people that had Chicago zip codes, like when they went to go buy tickets or some shit like that. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Like they were doing something like they were either not giving them tickets or they were just, you know, being dicks. I don't know. Something like that. Like they just weren't hospitable towards the Chicago fans that were going to go see the game. Oh, fuck them. Except for my friend Elise who lives out in Nashville. Shout out to Elise. For? For Elise? No. All right. Uh, is that it? Interesting Rodney fact. For a while, I wanted to name my daughter Elise. It is a pretty name. Yeah. Because, uh... Just because, uh, so my grandmother's name was Maxima, and for a while I thought about naming my daughter Ultima. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of ghetto. And uh, there's the uh, the Lotus, is it a Lotus Elise? Maybe it was a Lotus Esprit. Maybe I was thinking of that. Maybe I was thinking of Lotus. I don't know. But I named my daughter Talia. <laughs> After all that. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, my kids were pretty easy. Yeah. True. Although I still don't know how we came about Cecilia, like... The Office? No, it wasn't that. I think it was... I was thinking of female superheroes. And I was thinking about one that at least had a Spanish name. And there was one called Cecilia Reyes, who was a doctor. She was a triage doctor. She was an X-Men. A mutant. Ah, uh, that was her mutant power, being a doctor? I triage. think she could heal people. Uh, I think I gotta look that up again. That'll be next on Comic Cliff Notes. Oh. You finally kind of get the origin of Cecilia's name. But anyway, that's it for today. Yeah, let's call it a podcast. Signing off from the now signing off from the FTC. We didn't address that we're back. <laughs> yeah, we came we in came inside. Uh I'm Ronnie Sinio. Um I'm Adam Flores. And um that just happened. Hey, you have the imitation game? No, that's just to cover art to fool people. No. <laughs> Price is right, Jingle?